Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. Margin. The magic of margin. Do you know what the word margin means in your life for your time? Is there magic or are you a last minute dot com person like myself? Is it a call to come up higher? How do we stop leaving everything to the last minute? Do you have a nervous undercurrent? Are you winging it? Or are you respecting the time that you've got on this earth? And in this week even. And that's our topic today, the magic of margin, how to stop leaving everything to the last minute. Now, I will say this came from my morning because it's half term in the UK. And, you know, that feeling where you just think to yourself, oh, just a little bit longer. I don't normally get to press the snooze button. You know, I'm not one of these Mel Robbins 5 a.m. people, you know, high fiving it at my window, etc. You know, telling myself what a great day it is. Normally I'm up getting the dog sorted getting out the door, getting the school run. And today I just wanted to have a lie-in. And I wanted to almost feel like it was a weekend, except that it wasn't. And the reason why it wasn't is because my daughter has got her friend from Spain staying with us. And what I decided to do was leave it way too late to go and walk the dog, to go and sort the breakfast. And of course, I was going to be super mum. And that's another podcast and try and make brownies at the same time and then run to the store and get the little kind of lovely part baked rolls that you can do and create a wonderful time. And of course, by the time I had finished and got the dog into the meadow, of course, he rolls in fox poo, doesn't he? And that actually puts me back by a good 20 minutes because now I've got to clean him or he'll stink. And my idea of how much I could get done in my hour in this morning went flying out the window. And that's not even to mention the things that I think that I can get done in time at work or the things that I think I should be doing in a day. So that's where we're starting today. Anchor, you're laughing at me already. <laughs> but look, this is if this is my life, I'm pretty sure it's somebody else's life. Maybe not the fox poo, but it's got to be somebody else's life somewhere. <laughs> well, you know, my dogs haven't yet rolled in fox poo, so that part I can't can't say. But everything else, yep, you know, I'm guilty as charged. So I think I'm. I even I wrote an article on Medium like seven or eight years ago about the procrastination queen. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm like definitely. Um, I've seen both sides, you know, I used to be an extreme case, especially at school, university. Um, and I've also had the experience of what happens when you do respect your margins, <laughs> you know? So it is an interesting one. I kind of find that I tend to fall back into old habits when there is a sense of overload, right? When there is too much to do, 
you know, when it's all kind of nice and, you know, a manageable volume of work, it feels to me much easier to just sort of plan it out and to, you know, because your whole stress level is lower. But when I'm kind of fully saturated, I notice myself all patterns, <laughs> you know, kick in. And, and um, I think the problem is it's, if you've been a last minute person, it's a habit, it's a feeling, you know, that nervous undercurrent, like people always laugh when I say that because people can relate. It's, it's, it's an interesting one when you procrastinate, like you kind of don't do the thing, but you don't really relax either. So you've got that, like, you kind of know you should have started by now. So you don't really uh, get to enjoy that time either. So it's not even, you know, the instant gratification monkey. I mean, that TED Talk's brilliant and I don't relate to it in that, in that, in that, um, you know, in that sense. Um, I think it gets difficult when we can't fully judge precisely how long something will take and i think our gut feel especially when it's something we know how to do always plays tricks on us we always think oh you know that'll be i'll get that done in an hour when in reality it actually takes two and when something unexpected happens you probably might take a little longer so so you kind of really but i think it's almost like something to really observe like that that feeling of being pressured of like oh my god there's more work than i have time for how familiar does that feel to you like yeah. where else in your life does that show up so it's yeah. an interesting one to go deep on i love that because i just looked at while you were saying that you know you know i'm in my 50s now so let's just say 30 years left you know and then i'll you know hopefully i'll still be here but i certainly would be probably wanting to retire or do something different in 30 years time that's just 262, 9,980 hours. 262,980 hours. That's it in 30 years. When I suddenly see things in hours and minutes rather than just years, you know, because our time, a sense of time is so skewed, isn't it? It's like an Einstein moment. Time doesn't actually exist except the way that we give it a meaning. And other than the sun coming up and the sun coming down and certain sort of milestone seasons and and the way that we measure time, I think you're absolutely right. It's like, to me, I recognise this happening to me. And I think sometimes it is the awareness that comes first. And I think it, it's like, for me, you have to w keep waking up under the sweetie wrappers quite a number of times before you start to get fed up of being in that situation. So the way it happened for me is... I just started to feel that I was fed up of that feeling, that last minute feeling, because when I first had it, it almost felt like I was polishing the brass, sort of, you know, polishing myself going, I got away with it. I made it. I did it. I got away with it this time. I got away with it this time, promising myself that I wouldn't do the same thing again next time. You know, and I do, you know, my mum was terribly late for everything. So therein lies the apple not falling far from the tree. But it, it became it started to become that little nudge on the inside of me that just went, I got away with it. And then suddenly there's a part of me that's coming up higher that's going, well, that doesn't seem to make sense anymore to me. Margin seems to be sanity and and racing everything last minute. You know, occasionally when the bus comes early and you and it says it's going to come somewhere else, you know, fair, fair dues. You're like, oh, my goodness me. But again, even that is margin, isn't it? margin giving yourself ample time for things to go wrong 
or for things to take more time than they actually do. I've been terrible at that through my whole life. And it's really getting to me now. And it's something that I really want to master, which is having margin. Now, whether that's margin of time, whether that's margin of error, whether that's margin of practice, we talked about speaking, whether that's margin, just it's just that margin, because the, the sense that when we put something out there, and we realize, you know, that actually we need to, to plan four to six weeks promotion of that. And, and, and that is, it's all about coming up higher. It's all about adding in more margin so that you can actually see better results. We, we know margin is, margin is savings, you know, it's, it's not the end of the credit card. Do you know what I mean? Like we go, oh, I've got an X, X amount more on the end of my overdraft. That's not the margin that we really actually need in our life. Yeah, I think, and the problem is, like, I've certainly felt that, you know, when you actually manage to get everything done, just yeah. sort of thing, you know, just you, so you were saying, it's like, you, you kind of got away with it. You know, I'd almost say, like, there's a sense of pride. Yeah. It's like, look at how much I got done with in such little time. Why would I waste more time on something that I can get done in that kind of time? So it is... It is a difficult one because it is a double-edged sword. So there is a lot of like your little monkey mind gets a lot of gratification here in a sense that, you know, you can feel very accomplished for, for having actually done it. Right. So but I think there is that place where you recognize that when you operate in this last minute kind of way, you kind of might feel you work better under stress and you need a bit of a deadline, you know, to get yourself going, like, hello, <laughs> tell me about it. My whole sewing business worked like that, you know, but I would challenge you, like, try it out just once. Try it out and give you, and do, use, use a project that you're actually really looking forward to doing, something that isn't like the real pain in the butt to do. So something you actually look forward to, and make a point of giving yourself extra and then see what the experience is like because my guess is you probably get hooked because the you know when people always find um when they practice when there's a practice one not like they do perfectly and when they when it's like performance time they get nervous and they mess things up you know it's the same situation like if you give yourself margin you create yourself a practice environment where there's not that much at stake because if you get wrong you've got time to do it again to fix it like so you're not that much under pressure and if i've seen one thing is pressure of any kind never helps like we always operate better we perform better when we are relaxed when there's you know when we're when we're chilled when we're present when there's not this like when we're not scared or worried or anything so i would definitely want to want to encourage people to just try it out because you know if you've operated like this all your life you won't even know what that feels like to have plenty of time because if you have plenty of time you're going to go and do something else until it gets tight again you know so i think it's this yeah i think you want to just experiment and because there is a point like the winging it only gets you so far like there is a point where you just can no longer wing it and I think there's a, a real misunderstanding between being in flow in the moment 
and actually not having margin and leaving yourself without margin as a way to put yourself under pressure to see if you can perform. And that and that was that. No, Mm. and there is a difference. You see, there is an absolute difference. And one I think is is one is a call to come up higher, which is if you know, for me, what I noticed, say, give, give it speaking, for instance, or. I've got two examples. When it came to speaking, I wasn't, you know, pretty good at it. You know, I've done it for a long time. But there was a point when I suddenly realized that actually I that winging it was a bit boring. It wasn't challenging to me. And also it wasn't it was also a way of stopping me from um, expanding my horizons, from actually challenging my abilities to actually get better and to go to a higher level. I was using that lastminute.com as a way to keep me really small and to stop my progress because I could just keep feeling really accomplished, as you said, that I just about made it by the skin of my teeth. And and actually that that you can't do that forever. You can't do that. You know, imagine like you run a company with staff. You just can't do that. You can't run it like that. And I started to do this. I started to look at margin when it came to visibility. And I think we can leave people with this thought. I started to look at this with it when it came to sort of marketing and visibility. If every day I'm connecting with 10 new people in some form or other, or I'm following up with two or three contacts one way or another, over a period of time, that's going to have a cumulative effect and that's leaving you margin. If you if you suddenly get to the end of the month and you've got no money and I've been there before and you suddenly then start to go, right, I better get visible. I better be on all the networking. I better start marketing myself. There's that flurry of activity, but it's still necessarily not going to come in immediately. And that consistent margin for me, margin helps you have a level of consistency. And because we live under that Maslow's hierarchy of needs where we need both a sense of adventure and a sense of stability, it's a case of how you choose your adventure and how you choose your stability rather than just lurching from one to the other. What do you think finally, Anka? I think you have to find, again, as always, you have to find your own way. Yeah. Right? Because... You can leave yourself, you know, there's some, you know, <laughs> you know, when you were saying before when you're when you're kind of 80, um, you know how like, well, like especially around here in Spain, older people, they kind of like, oh, I'm gonna have to catch the bus. I need to be there two hours early, right? <laughs> you know, it's like they, they leave themselves so much margin that, that that I feel like, well, that's a waste of time to spend all your morning at the bus stop. You know, yeah. so what is too much and what is too little? Yeah, I think that de- depends on what it is, what's at stake. But you want to just be conscious and aware of it, and make a conscious decision, and not just kind of be on on the you know on the edge of your seat with that sense of pressure because that's all you know. And that's the bit that we're talking to, and that's the bit where we'll leave you today is where do you feel as if you need more magic of margin in your world? Where are you leaving things to the last minute and it's perfectly fine and it works perfectly well? You've got it in your bones. So easy for you. And where is it that you're leaving it to the last minute because it's a way of avoiding that next challenge for you and what's really possible for you? I'd love you to think about margin in your own world because you'll know. You'll know a particular place where you look at this and you go, I'm ready to come up higher and it is a call to that so have fun with the magic of margin this week until next time take care take care 
Thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches Podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches Podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. Visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.